The Profitable Designer Show is the best show in the industry for design businesses to learn about building offers, traffic, marketing, sales, and ultimate business mastery. Patrick O'Connell is the founder of ProfitableDesigner.com, a global movement of designers who are turning their expertise and skill set into its most profitable and long-term business model. Now, here's your host, Patrick O'Connell. So today's topic of conversation is using the 80-20 principle to optimize your design business. So what is the 80-20 principle? You might have heard of it before. It's also called the Pareto principle. And it's really just the idea that 80% of your outcomes come from 20% of your inputs. So Pareto demonstrated this in his research of uh, the population and location within Italy, he came to the conclusion that 80% of the population lives in 20% of the regions. So it doesn't really matter how you apply this. It's really the idea that concentration of numbers and the relation between relationships, sorry, between inputs and outputs is uh, completely not level. All right. And understanding uh, that the relationship between your inputs in your life and in your design business uh, are not all treated equal and not nothing is of equal value. So what we're going to discuss today is how we can apply this 80-20 principle to our design business model. So what we're going to do first is go through how we can use the 80-20 principle with your positioning of your business. So how you position your business is how you communicate what you do for your market and what outcome or what value do you provide the people that you work with. Just like every single other design business owner or any other business owner, especially, you know, working with somebody in a consultative nature, you know, somebody comes to us, they want our expertise, we get a very wide variety of different kinds of people, you know, uh, wanting to work with us. This means for a lot of designers who are generalists that they might get a $200 project uh, one day, the next day they get a $4,000 project, uh, the next day they get a $1,000 project, and then the next day they they get lucky or the next client is a $10,000 project, okay? If you're to look over all of your projects over your entire career, regardless of how long you've been working, in your design business or doing freelance on the side, you will find that there'll be a disproportionate amount of money being earned through a very narrow window of either work or type of work that you've done for somebody or a specific type of client. So understanding the 80-20 principle and understanding that you know the majority of your results come from least of your efforts allows you to identify that look, All of my best and most successful client engagements and projects have come from the fewest amount of people. So this allows us to ask the questions like, who are these people? You know, what situation are they in that would lead them to think that I'm way more valuable than these other clients who are only prepared to pay me $400 or $1,000 to work with me? This gives you the opportunity to really redefine who you are what your business is and what the value of the outcome is that you provide your market. And this is exactly how I was able to take my average customer value from, you know, two, three thousand dollars per person all the way up to ten and now at twenty thousand dollars per person because I defined 
and identified, okay, these best clients that I was, you know, getting every now and then, what problem was I solving for these guys? The minute that I figured it out, I built my entire design business model based on these guys. Not only did it mean that every single project I was going through was much higher value, but it meant my marketing message was much stronger because now I was focused on a specific section of the market. So it is very easy to use the 80-20 principle when it comes to your business positioning, okay? You do not wanna be doing all types of design work. You wanna be doing the design work that is the most valuable spending of your time. And to do this, you need to understand specifically who are the people that value the most valuable use of your time? What problem do they have? And how can you reposition your business model so that they can clearly communicate and see that you are of help to them? So the next point, and the next way that we can apply this principle is with your marketing efforts. So no marketing effort is treated equal either. So whether you are reaching out to somebody via email, whether you are networking, whether you're relying on referrals, whether you're spending money on paid ads, all of these different channels that we are using to generate attention, some work better than others. Okay, and this is something that a lot of designers struggle a lot with because they don't measure their efforts. You will learn very quickly if you measure your efforts that some of your marketing strategies are gonna be more powerful than others. So what most designers do is they jump between email and connecting with people on Facebook and then you know uploading a video to LinkedIn and then going to a networking event because they're not measuring anything, they can't compare these things and measure the effectiveness of them. If they did this, they would very quickly understand that there's always one or two strategies that works best for everybody. And you should really drop all of these other things that you're doing to push your business forward and focus just on getting more of these done. Many conversations that I have with designers, uh, one of the most important questions I ask is how many people do you get in front of per week or per month. And rarely do I hear an answer that's more than one to five, okay? The real opportunity for many designers is just reaching out to the market way more times than they currently are. You know, reaching out to 10 people a day or 20 people a day, or if you get into paid traffic, then things become way more powerful because now we're getting in front of 1,000, 2,000, or like my design business is right now, about 6,500 people per day. Okay, but you are not able to identify the most powerful use of your time when it comes to your marketing activities unless you measure. And it is so important to measure. So if you're gonna start reaching out to people, measure how many people you reach out to. Measure how many people in a particular industry that you measure out to. Uh, Measure how many times you use a particular message and reach out to the market and measure its effectiveness, you know. How many replies did you get from sending out this kind of message? Uh, How many sales opportunities? How many people did you get on the phone? And how many of those were you able to close into client sales? What you will learn very quickly is that a lot of your efforts are wasted. And there's gonna be a few of your efforts that provide the majority of your design business opportunity. Measuring allows you to identify these. Using the 80-20 principle, you're able to eliminate a lot of the things that are you know, considered wasting your time and really focus on the things that are gonna push and drive the business forward. So 
then we can apply the exact same principle to your daily time allocation. So when I ask somebody about you know, their daily time allocation, they say that pretty much every day that they spend is just completely different to the last. You know, all random, just putting out fires as they go. The real power in using the 80-20 principle in combination with, you know, understanding what marketing efforts are most powerful is what's the best use of our time every single day. So what is a really good exercise to go through doing is setting an alarm for every half an hour for your working day. Then every time the alarm goes off, write down what it is that you were doing at that time, okay? Then what you want to do at the end of a week of doing this is prioritize each of these tasks that you've been writing down every half an hour and put them into three buckets. First bucket is things that are gonna push push the business forward. So the marketing efforts that are working, okay? Second is delivering on project work, all right? And then third is everything else that isn't the first two, okay? Once you categorize every half hour segment of your week into those three buckets, you'll be surprised at how much of your time is not spent trying to generate sales calls or sales or conducting sales calls or delivering on project work, okay? This third bucket is the biggest waster. So understanding the 80-20 principle and how it applies to your use of time will allow you to delete a lot of things that aren't pushing the business forward or helping you deliver project work. Okay, there's a lot of these things like making fine tunings to your website or reading a design blog or speaking to people on Facebook or, you know, just mindlessly scrolling through a feed. These are all opportunities to optimize and push towards higher levels of performance. Next point and next application is using this 80-20 principle with your design proposal. Okay. So what happens once somebody is interested, they speak to us, we get stuck in a conversation about what we can do for them, we hop on a sales call and you know, we go through asking them questions about, you know, what's their problem? You know, what are they wanting out of the engagement? We explain what we do. If they're interested, they go, "Look, sounds fantastic. We can get back to them with a proposal in a, in the next couple of days." What you will find is that business owners don't have the time to read through lengthy proposals, all right? What a proposal is supposed to be is a definition of what they are set to achieve out of the engagement, very quickly breaking that into like a four or five step process and literally the time that it's going to take to deliver and the price. This is all that is required from a proposal, all right? If you have sent out, and this is a very common thing for a lot of designers to do, send out a really lengthy proposal that looks fantastic. Don't get me wrong, like mine's ugly as hell. And a lot of people that go through Design Authority, uh, my training program, we have a very ugly, simple template. I mean, it's not ugly. It's just, you know, plain Helvetica, no images or, or graphics or anything. But getting straight to the point gives the decision maker exactly what they need and nothing else. Okay, what I see a lot of is designers, you know, producing proposals that go for 25 pages. All right, unfortunately, a proposal only has to communicate three or four really important pieces of information, then everything outside of this 
dilutes the importance and the value of what you're trying to sell. Okay, so using the 80-20 principle here, you will realize that 80% of what the client needs to understand is located with 20% of the information in the proposal. So that means that is so much opportunity to cut out so much of what we can consider fat from your design proposal and make it more powerful, more effective and likely to convert at a higher level. All right. And the last uh, way that we can adopt this 80-20 thinking, this 80-20 principle is in your project delivery. So one thing that a lot of designers uh, are really good at is being perfectionists. You know, making sure that absolutely everything is right, focusing on every tiny, minute detail. But unfortunately, what they don't understand is that a lot of the the final 1% touches that they do here, there, and everywhere over all of the different, you know, pieces and steps of the project, the client or the prospect never appreciates these things because they don't have an eye for design. So... Simple things like aligning text on a website or getting the colors to perfectly match, you know, on a branding identity or a sales presentation. These are all very fine things that only the designer themselves can appreciate. And what you'll find a lot of the time is that the designer, you know, takes two hours to produce 95% of the, the creative deliverable. And they spend another four hours focused on the, the last five or 10%, which that work and that effort doesn't even get noticed by the client. So there is a great opportunity here for you to really identify and ask yourself, you know, what is it specifically that this client wants out of this engagement? How can I provide this in the least amount of time, the smallest amount of uh, moves and the least amount of resources, okay? Because the time that it takes you to produce something, if you can reduce this, if you can reduce the time it takes to deliver a project by half, you have literally doubled your hourly rate or the profitability for the entire client engagement, okay? You have to understand that, you know, our clients don't get designed to the level that we get design. And most of the time, it doesn't matter to them that we spend you know, an extra couple of hours on these really finical, finicky things because we consider ourselves a perfectionist, okay? You have to reframe you know, what your role is for this prospect or this client, okay? What is their problem? How can I solve that solution? And how can I provide a solution to that problem as quick as I possibly can and that solution work for them, all right? This is a completely different question to how do I provide them with the highest level of design, okay? And you can tell that a lot of designers struggle with this because they focus more on generating or trying to you know, win awards than they do in trying to generate high-level projects and get their business in front of more high-level clients, okay? So you can use this 80-20 principle to really identify that there's a lot of fat that you can cut from your actual delivery of your projects, okay? All we have to do to cut this delivery is understand what will get these guys to 90% as quick as humanly possible, okay? And eliminate that last 10%. Make sure that it's obviously neat, but as long as it gets the job done, your client's going to be happy. So here 
is just a few ways that we can use this 80-20 principle, okay? And like I said, it doesn't mean that it's 80% of your results come from 20% of your efforts. Sometimes it means that 95% of your results come from 5% of your efforts. It's really just this idea that there's things that are gonna be way more valuable use of your time than other things. And the quicker that you can identify these things throughout your business, throughout your positioning, your marketing efforts, the way that you allocate time on a daily basis, your proposal structure and what you send out and obviously your project delivery, there's a lot of opportunity to optimize your business model so that you're not only operating more effectively, but you're getting paid more for your time and your expertise. So that's it for today, guys. Um, any questions that you have about adopting the 80-20 principle or any of the other episodes that you have seen, feel free to reach out to me, Patrick at patrickoconnell.co. Uh, and until next time, guys, have a fantastic day. Enjoy the weekend.